I am holding the rainbow quartz. You got me. Ooh, it's so it's beautiful. beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like, how is it? It's a to me, it's a miracle of science. I don't understand how this happens. That at every single angle, it reflects a rainbow. I'm kind of jealous. I should have swooped on that one. Do you know how this happens? No. Well, magic. It is magic. Crystals are magical. Go get me some. Um, I wanted to bring you on here because I wanted to talk about one thing that we do that has really helped and grounded us as a couple. I think this is going to be powerful for other people. It is, drumroll. (laughs) It is reading a book together. Hmm. We have been reading a book together once a night or once a day pretty faithfully for the past mm-hmm. month or so um, yeah we hit page 40 yesterday so it's been 40 days um, what are your Dang, thoughts about guy. yeah so we've been reading How to Love by um, Thich Nhat Hanh hopefully I'm I pronouncing that right everyone knows who he is though he has books on um, how to oh. meditate how to love <laughs> He even has a book on how to eat. And I probably need to read that book, to be honest. Yeah, you, you should read it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it tastes better when you're eating mindfully. To me, it tastes better if you just scarf it down. No, Danny. Mindfully. <laughs> I, 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 get, I think I started doing that this past year. I try to eat mindfully at least once a month. Like a, so a, hard. You want to do it Why every day, so but difficult? I like really make it a point to just like sit and I think like as I do it, I like give gratitude to like every little thing, like mm. in detail, like consciously like, or subconsciously or unconsciously. Consciously, consciously. Um, and I think I like mentioned it to you, like you said, okay, thank you God for this food. I was like, no, 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 you got to thank the farmers and you got to thank the animal and you got to thank, you know, the people who pick the food and. Um, the people who delivered it and the cook and like you know I was like going to death about like the thankfulness and just like feel all that energy come into Mm. it um yeah and that happens unconsciously when you eat slowly too because I mean I feel like if you are present and you're just more connected with the food yeah and you're more aware you're spending time with it you know it's an act of love it is so and you can really feel that in it. And I think when you're unconscious, you're also like unintentional about the um, energy you're consuming. It's kind of just like, I'm going to take everything that's in this. And when I'm being intentional, I'm like, no, I'm going to take, like, I'm going to say gratitude and I'm going to take the light, you know, the, the loving energy here, the uh, positive energy here, mm. you know, because I think a lot of people this, that go into like, uh, veganism are just like yeah like you're absorbing all that negative energy that animal that suffered and like well this animal also saw a lot of beauty and i'm sure was able to like as unfortunate as the situations could have been like i'm sure there was something that i could be grateful or find joy in or right like i'm sure there was some happiness and like let me just appreciate the life that it had um yeah and 
Are you just justifying your Shake Shack addiction? Shut up. No, I I just I I genuinely um, No, you're right. I, I yeah. I I eat a lot of different foods and um I just try to be very conscious and thoughtful about the way I eat. But anyways, this book talk about let's talk about this book. What what are some big takeaways? Not just from the book, by the way. Diana and I came together. The reason you and I are together is because of a book. Yeah. Let's just let's just put that out there, which is okay. First point, I okay, would not everyone write this down. Yeah. <laughs> the things you do to get your partner, or to mend, or to uh, attract your person, or are lying. the things that you need to be continue doing in the relationship. Yeah. yeah. Write that down. You in the Someone first write that down. place. If you stop it, what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, we're hitting like a. Uh, definitely a slowdown and that's when you suggested reading the book together and I was like that's a good idea Um, and what do you think it's done for us since then we learn about each other I think you can always there's always something to learn about another person and this actively allows us to be very active in learning about each other and And I love that yeah the book says that understanding is love's other name and it forces you to really understand your person I want to also touch on the fact that we all think we know how to love (laughs) or maybe we don't and we just go into a relationship blindly but the way we love is simply a reflection of how our parents loved us. Yeah. And we were even listening to this podcast, right? About the people we choose are even reflections of our parents. So how do we not continue this karmic chain and elevate the level of love in our family tree and shift it to a higher dimension? And becoming aware of it is really powerful. You know, I, I um, I'm taking this course, and one of the things, that, like a meditation that we just had, was on like visualizing your shadow, right? And it's just like this: this shadow is all this like work that needs to be done. It's maybe like the darker parts of yourself, and allow yourself to see it allow yourself to recognize that there's shadow here that there's unknown here that there's something there and then allow this light to pass through you and clear this shadow out right like awareness is light and casting light on dark places like illuminates it and gets rid of the shadow gets rid of that darkness you can't um you can't step out of that cycle if you're unaware of it that's such a big word awareness it's just like the clearing happens the change happens the transformation happens when you're aware Mm -hmm. like that's almost the key it's just being aware it's it's interesting because like our perception of a reality is simply our awareness so if we become aware of the unconscious then we can then we have a whole field of data and we can say okay we don't have to be reacting 
we are now aware of why this happens and now we can be aware of other responses other options available to us we don't have to fall in a relationship that i that is toxic just like the one i had previously just like the one my parents had right we can say no there's other options available available to me through awareness um what were some of like the big lessons or takeaways that you got in the book it's not just reading together but in the book that we're reading the current one yeah like what what's one page that really sticks out to you so every chapter is a page um it's a really short book it's only 140 pages um and every page is just very thought-provoking which page stands i mean there was that one that we were like looking at was it like the four pillars of love or something or three pillars the of four love? well there's the three roots of love and the four elements of love oh i remember there was one where we're just like okay yeah that's obvious yeah that's obvious and then that last one we're just like wait what mm-hmm. um, so the four elements of true love i the book is with me so diana is kind of just listening to me read which is why i'm more perceptive of the words and the chapters um the first element is compassion joy um compassion joy and then was happiness oh no compassion joy loving kindness and the fourth one is equanimity and equanimity stands for empathy it's your suffering is their suffering and your person's happiness is their happiness or is your happiness yeah and so just to break that down further it's empathy on steroids it means because you you have the reverse in a lot of relationships where someone's happiness oh this is big someone's happiness is the other person's suffering mm-hmm. so why did that stick out to you um it's just i mean the, the word itself it's like it's not used and we struggled to say it for the longest time um but it's not something you think about in love right if you think about the love and the joy and like the loving kindness like that's that's all obvious that's everything that we see over and over again and that last one was just like wait what um and i think it took us a really like it took us a while to break it down to that to this like equality of it of Mm. um of just it's almost like a one being coming together through two people right and there's just this depth to the the integration of two people come together um, in a relationship like all of a sudden in this union they become one and I just I thought that was really powerful um but like honestly like it just it took me so long to really wrap my head around it and I think I liked that I liked at first I was frustrated to be honest I was like I don't get it um but afterwards once I was able to you know push my ego aside it was more of like okay like I don't 
know all there is to know about love and I can keep learning about it right like I can introduce new things to my concept of love yeah it's it's difficult because let's go with your happiness is their happiness you don't care about basketball as much as I do so when I show you highlights to one of my basketball games, do I know that you're not as interested? Obviously. But does it mean a lot that you sh- that you still watch, whether it's passively? Like, even if it might be passively, of course. Right? Yeah. And, like, there's things that you're passionate about where I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, you become one. And so, like, that's when you really have to break down that wall of separation and be like, you know what? This is my person's happiness and joy and I need to yield to this and learn how to not just um, be in the moment with them but again understand them right and you watching me play on film you understand me better and me listening to you talk about (laughs) public transportation and better ways to make it more (laughs) eco-efficient is me understanding you and the way your brain works and what you value in the world what are what are some well, I mean what comes to mind when when you hear your happiness is their happiness um there was a lot of resistance to that and I, I just had to open myself up to how that made sense because you know we tell people a lot of times like someone else can't make you happy you're in control of your own happiness like you can't make you happy like that's that's really the core issue not the other person making you happy and so at first I was like oh this is like giving giving the wrong idea of um, you know somebody else contributing to your happiness and so that's a lot really why it took me a, a while to sit with it um, but I think it really pushes that idea even further it's like their happiness is your happiness so make sure you're able to receive happiness from yourself so you can receive it from them right yeah Um, and the biggest thing that that monk said is it all starts with you like none of these elements work if you don't establish that with self first Mm -hmm. but i mean that's kind of obvious and i don't um i mean even though it is obvious it's so overlooked Mm mm-hmm it is. It's so easy to get caught up in in like the results, you know, like in am I feeling joy? Am I feeling fulfilled? Am I being? Am I feeling loved? Like we we get so focused on um, having these uh, feelings that we equate to love and. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really just curious, like what, what your favorite one was, or which one um, stuck out to you. Before we I really like the three roots. So there's the four elements and the three roots, but I want to touch on okay the your suffering is their suffering too. Oh, because I feel like I yeah. feel like because it's it, it's yes two sides of the same same spectrum. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's two sides to this coin. It's not just your happiness is their happiness, but it's my suffering is your suffering. My battle with is your 
is is something that you take on and you help me with too because you're just like no this is my man this is my person mm-hmm. right and like yeah. when you take care of me like I, I really feel that that oneness right and you almost see it as your own suffering but not in an unhealthy way mm-hmm. no. but yeah. I appreciate that um, <laughs> does anything come to mind when yeah I, this story that uh, a friend had um, had said and it was her her partner was supporting her in this course she was taking this like self-development course and she was almost really surprised about it like that he was encouraging her to right because like she thought she was in a fairly conservative um traditional relationship and so she was like pretty surprised and she asked about it and her husband was just like yes this is hard for me because it was like she was going through this transition right stepping into your feminine power there's a transition you're not a submissive and so she was having like uh they were having slightly more like battles or conflicts because you know they're changing their dynamic but she was just like why are you still supporting me right and he was just like frustrated but he's just like i just can't stand seeing you unhappy anymore right like the way you were living your life you were so unhappy that it made me unhappy Mm. Like, you know, like we just, we couldn't go on living our lives that way. And it wasn't just like, because of him, it's like, I'd rather deal with like how uncomfortable this transition is than continue, you know, down that path of, wow. of you being unhappy. Like you just, nothing was going to change your um, perception of yourself. So I'd rather you do whatever it is that's going to make you feel fulfilled so we can move to a better towards a better future together wow do you f- see that principle play out in our relationship yeah in what sense um, <laughs> right where i mean you're very very supportive of of me and even things that don't make sense to you right like I think before you understood me, you were kind of like, why, why do you do that? Like, why do you really indulge yourself? You guys, I indulge myself a lot. Like to, I treat myself for sure. And I think at first you were like, the heck? And now you almost check in with me where, where if I'm having an off day, you're like, well, did you do something nice for yourself? Did you already take yourself out to dinner or something? Right? Like, did you go on your coffee day? Um, and it's even though you you still like maybe wouldn't do those things for yourself like you understanding that um, that's something that brings me joy and you don't judge it is is so helpful like to have you support me in that yeah well I think so the word again is equanimity and so you can look it up um i will it is one uh i'm talking to to the audience here (laughs) i know but i'm just like i still need to look it up oh yeah um yeah it's definitely not an everyday word um but one lesson that sticks out to me and i don't really want to go deep into it it's just because it rubs against the masculine way of approaching attraction and intimacy <laughs> is there was a chapter on empty sex. Oh yeah. 
And I don't really want to unpack that right now. <laughs> Maybe in a different podcast. But、uh, it was saying how sex happens on three levels physical, obviously, emotional, less obvious, and spiritual, much, much less obvious. And if you don't have all three, it's not love. And a lot of times we overcompensate the physical to get the emotional and to feel something spiritual.、Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't want to get too deep into it. But、um, before we end this,、um, I'm going to read our next chapter. Oh, okay. It says Listening with Patience, number 41. <laughs> A lesson that we were both really entrenched in tonight. Yep. <laughs> This is our fourth take, by the way, people. Our fourth take. Yeah, it took a minute. So, page 41. When your loved one is talking, practice, it, practice listening deeply. Sometimes the other person will say something that surprises us, that is the opposite of the way we see things. Allow the other person to speak freely. Don't cut your loved one off or criticize their words. When we listen deeply with all our heart for 10 minutes, half an hour, or even an hour, we will begin to see the other person more deeply and understand them better. If they say something that's incorrect, that's based on a wrong perception, we can give them a little information later on to help them correct their thinking. But right now, we just listen. Wow.、Mm. Yeah. But right now we just listen. I think that's so important. I mean, I learned that lesson with my parents, to be honest. Yes.、Um, Especially if you're a light worker. Yeah. But, you know, like my parents kind of like really called me out on like, I get very defensive when they talk and they feel like they can't really express themselves. And at first, that, that even triggered me. I'm like, no, you're right. I don't, I don't listen. Because I'm so focused on having an answer, right?、Um, and I think I had mentioned this to you before、uh, something that I can't remember who taught, like a mentor or a teacher or somebody was talking to me and was just like, listening isn't trying to prepare what you're going to say next, right? right? The moment that you, like, and you'll notice this as you're having a conversation, you'll Have a thought of, like, oh, I'm gonna say this. The moment you have that, you stop listening because you're so concentrated on, oh, I had this thought and I can't forget this thought. I have this point, I need to make sure that I address this point, and all of a sudden, you're not listening.、Um, and so, really go in with, like, I, I've practiced this and it's hard. It's hard to listen. Like, you don't know how hard it is to listen until you listen.、Um, but I think I, I, you and me have tried this and. Going into it with、uh, I'm the intention of learning, right? I'm just gonna learn. I don't need to talk. I just I wanna learn about my partner. And I think that really helps. That's usually what I try to do. It's like I'm just gonna go in this learning. I don't need to, you know, express myself. Like my、yeah. time to be listened to will come later. Well, he also says that.、Um... He has a section on loving communication. And he says, so the three roots of love,、um, one of them is deep listening and loving speech. Those aren't two separate roots, those are the same root. 
And so what he's implying is it's one and the same because when you deeply listen to someone, you are saying on an unconscious level, you're communicating not with words, but with intention and action that I'm that I care about you. And when you are speaking to someone with love, you're saying to them, I have listened to you and I understand your perception of reality. I understand your suffering. I understand your wishes on a deep level. So like, even if you're just listening and you don't feel like you're saying anything, you are saying so much. And when you are speaking, you are still listening and you're conveying that you have listened and that you are listening because you're coming from a place of love, right? And those listening to this right now might feel the the pockets of emptiness during this conversation. It's because Diana and I are really trying to consciously practice this really conscious yeah. practice listening and making because we both talk a lot <laughs> and, we we both, and we both have so much within us and so and it's just like okay the four takes four takes right and these 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 takes aren't 10 minutes they're not 20 minutes they're not even 30 minutes some of them are the last time was was like 70 minutes it's over an hour right but if the energy isn't right if we're not really listening to each other if we're not really speaking from a place of love to each other and to you all, then it's 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 not worth putting out there. But yeah. um, so deep listening, reading a book, wrapping this all up in a nice, beautiful package, nice, beautiful present for people. Um, any last thoughts on listening or reading a book with a partner? Yeah, I mean, I, I really like that that last note he said, like, they can surprise you. And I think that's the most important part of, like, deep listening is, like, you're... If you don't talk, you'll be surprised with what you'll hear. And, like, kind of how that might look is, say your partner says something that really strikes a chord with you, Right? Um, maybe a belief that they have that you're just like, no, that's wrong. I need to correct them right now. Say you just allow them to voice that. And then later on, they confess to you. Yeah, I think this way, but I mean, I could be wrong. I'm, I, I am really interested in exploring that at a deeper level. Right. Um, and you just like sit in silence. So you just kind of let them work it out themselves. Yeah. Like that, that's really like, I, I had a conversation, I think, with my parents or somebody about it. And it was about uh, uh, same-sex relationships. And they were just like, oh, like, I don't believe in them. And I disagree with them. And I was, like, so close to saying something. But something in me just said, like, don't say anything. And then they were just like, yeah, but I, I also feel like that could be, like, I could be wrong about that. I just don't know anything else. You know, like, I haven't heard anything. Like, I don't know anybody that's in a same-sex relationship, and I don't really know anything outside of what I've been told. So, you know, I'm I'm interested in maybe learning more about that. And I was just like, oh, if I had stopped the conversation earlier, like, I would have really judged them. I would have come off really aggressive, and, like, I wouldn't have known them to be an open-minded person, right? Like, I, I got to... I think see them in a more loving light too yeah and because of that because we listen to other people especially our parents then we get mm-hmm. information on 
how we are because if they're that way then obviously we grew up with the same paradigm where now you have that information within you that okay i'm more i'm more susceptible to see the world in a way that is simply exposed to me and call that truth rather than to explore and figure out what else do i not know mm-hmm So beautiful. Um, yeah. So for me, I think what's really beautiful about reading a book with your partner is that it sets a foundation. And a lot of people, and this is also a page from the book. Um, <laughs> I've said this before, but soon you'll realize everything I say is simply a quote from a book, and I have no original thought within me. I'm just a talking <laughs> encyclopedia. Um, but. <laughs> most people wait for the foundation to crack before they set one they wait for an argument they wait for a storm to pass they wait for life to throw them off course before they realize oh wait i need to set a foundation right now right and so the three foundations are the three roots of love one of them is mindfulness and when you're reading a book obviously you can't read a book and not be present Right. Especially with a partner, you two are present together in that space. So you're practicing one of the roots of of love. And one of them is loving communication. Right. So you have the roots. You're you're building a foundation right there. Um, And so a lot of us, we want things, but we're not giving us ourselves a sturdy foundation if it may crumble. Right. Um, Or when it gets tested. And so now I feel like we really have a good foundation and um recommend reading a book with your person yeah. um doing something with your person where you're growing right because i mean i don't want to limit people just to reading like yeah, something we absolutely. did was like watch um watch like youtube videos on like relationships together or listen to podcasts um there's courses that you can take two together and just you know, there's there's a lot of avenues, but like I think it's so powerful to do something um, personal that elicits growth with your partner. And you'll be surprised, even if you feel like your person's not up for it, they will be. Mm-hmm. Like I think people in relationships are more geared and open to having conversations around, okay, how can we better support this union, and how can we come closer together. How can we be better for each other by being better for ourselves? I think everyone in a relationship is at least somewhat open and accepting to that conversation. Yeah. So, um, this book again, it's How to Love by Thick Nan. Let me look like the author name. Uh, How you pronounce it? Thick Nan Han. Thick Nan Han. Yeah. So, he has many other books. Um, beautiful drawings and illustrations too Um, yeah thank you all for listening Um, and read a book whatever fits and suits your interest with your partner again this is about setting a foundation and preparing for union because if you aren't prepared for something that you wish to attract then you're not on that vibration and so how can it come to you or you haven't set that foundation so set that foundation Mm -hmm. all right bye guys bye